0: Gator burger neighbor and gr- agreeing. I agree with it.
1: I'm Wait, like what? what,
2: what, what <laughs> I feel like I'm having a stroke. What is happening right now? <laughs> That's what my caption said. Okay. <laughs> okay. <I> was... <laughs> Gator How was
0: any of us supposed to know that? <laughs> it wasn't for you. It was for the caption readers and me. <laughs> <laughs> Gator
3: burger neighbor.
1: Sometimes I'm suddenly like just... zoned was like, whoa. <laughs>
0: A partic redact, a partic redact, resip scabber.
4: (laughs) Am I having a stroke? Am I having a stroke? Like, (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: Oh my goodness. Hello. Hi. Welcome little babies. Uh, It's so good to have you here. If you are hearing my voice, you have successfully made your way to higher education. Episode eight of season one. Uh, And this is a Strixhaven 5E campaign um, set in the universe with a wholly original story and a very queer cast. Um, Speaking of which, let's say hi to them. Uh, Connie, you want to kick us off?
2: It's Connie, about to kick you all. Uh, hi, I'm Connie, my pronouns are they, he and she. You can find me across the internet at by Connie Chong. That's B Y C O N N I C H A N G. Today, I'm going to be playing Mr. Goke's stag, Zua Graves, they, she, a Goliath barbarian who definitely is not secretly a rising rock star or pop star. I don't know, she hasn't locked in a genre yet. She's dabbling in uh, new metal, but we'll see. I haven't <laughs> played...
0: Stag. Final Fantasy X-2, but is that the plot?
2: <laughs> <That's a laughs> that might yeah. be the plot. Any, okay. <laughs> I've never played anything of the Final Fantasy uh, IP or franchise, and it is my understanding that if any plot that's ever been conceived has been in a Final Fantasy game, like a, a world-saving concert Final Fantasy game, I don't know, like something to do with birds driving a plane into final hell. fantasy probably final a final fantasy, fantasy premise or I like at I least that sounds
1: like final fantasy uh, <laughs> <You> 2 <started laughs> i don't know <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's my intro i'll pass it to whoever i need to pass it to
1: drac me hi i'm drac um older Connect. you can find me on twitch when I say Twitch, I guess Twitch as well, but Twitter as Draconix, that's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. If you find me on Twitch as Draconix, you can. You'll just see like three-year-old content. I don't stream there anymore. Um, I'm playing Baragash, who's a she, he, they pronouns. They're a Gorgon inventor with their construct star, who is someone, they, they, a creature, a construct, a being, whatever you want to refer to them as, that they've built over the past three to four years. Uh, um, also, I guess a murderer. But that doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to (laughs) Hamna.
3: I don't know if that doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) Hello, everybody. My name is Hamna. I use any and all pronouns. I am a TTRPG performer. You can find me on Twitter at hshahid underscore. Uh, And today, I will be playing Jisha, who uses they, re, pronouns. And Jisha is our Earth Genasi, Sorcerer, Blood Hunter, who is trying to figure out how to make us all forget the bad stuff. Uh, and with that, I will pass it over to C.
5: Hi, everyone. My name is C. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me making very trans, very gay art on the internet at Pi Sharp Art. Tonight, today, wherever we are, I'm playing, wherever you are, I'm playing Ecstasy, who uses they, them pronouns, who is a dragonborn, tiefling, ranger, rogue, an assassin, a death nun, and a secret third
0: thing, which maybe we'll find out tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Woohoo! Uh, Vanna? Oh, thanks, C. Uh, I'm Havana. I'm going to be your GM for today and producer and all the other stuff um, that isn't a player character. (laughs) Um, And I'm happy to say that this season, Higher Education is presented by Penny Dragon Games. And let me tell y'all, Penny Dragon Games has a brand new $1 one-shot up on their Kickstarter. You can do exclamation point PDG in the chat to get a direct link to that Kickstarter page. And this time, the supplement is called The Curse of King Kulain. Uh So each time they put up one of these Kickstarters, they're super short. Uh, you get in, you, uh, you uh, what do you call it? You pledge to the campaign, and then within two weeks of the campaign ending, you have all the materials that you pledge. So it's a really quick turnaround. It's uh, It's kind of like how we used to buy things and have to wait two weeks for them to ship to us. Remember that? Uh, it's sort of like that, so um, just some good nostalgia <laughs> for you. Um, but yeah, these are short campaigns. They're in PDF form, and uh, they include uh, a one shot, an NPC, a monster, a battle map, original art, and more. And if you missed uh, out on the first one dollar one shot, you can add the Case of Norn Talk, uh, which was their original one, as a one dollar add-on. So two bucks, two campaigns, and all the things that come with it. Uh so please go check it out. Again, uh exclamation point PDG in the chat. It's also in the title if you need a refresher at some point. Um but yeah, one dollar. One dollar for all of that. What what can you get for a dollar these days? Like nothing. You can't even buy bubble nothing. I don't think you could buy a pack of gum for a dollar. So you really
1: can't like two or three. Uh, this you can't. One.
0: This is this is really uh, such a good deal from such an incredible team that is making, uh, working with incredible artists and uh, and writers and just producing something that's really going to elevate your game uh, or supplement it in a really cool and exciting way. So check it out and the is live right now and ends in five days. So. Get your muns in there. Uh, the other things I want to talk about are our other sponsors. You can just want sponsors in the chat at any point in time. We have some beautiful, 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 beautiful uh, companies that have um, just so graciously agreed to work with us despite the degeneracy we continue to exhibit. Um, and they all make incredible products that are all connected to tabletop RPG gaming, which if you're here, I imagine is of some great or at least small interest to you. Uh, We also have a daily goal you can check out at the bottom of the screen there or can do exclamation point goal in the chat. If we hit that, it will unlock a bonus scene. Uh, Our episodes have been going the full time recently, so we're going to have to record the bonus scenes and put them up on the YouTube and socials later. But if we hit them, then we owe you uh, one more bonus scene. So uh, support uh, and and the money that goes towards um, the bonus scene unlocks is split evenly between the cast uh, so yeah go go uh drop your muns there if you would like to support us directly and also get some bonus content um also speaking of content how about some content warnings you can do exclamation point Cw in the chat to check out our content warnings um as of this far we've dealt with some gore trauma psychological uh, and emotional abuse uh death sexual themes and bullying so please take care of yourself and step away if you need to, and also know that we have safety tools in place and a line and veils document of our own, uh, and we encourage all of you to do that in your games as well. Um, what else do we have? Uh, we've put the ca- you could do point cast in the chat to go follow our amazing, incredible cast at any point in time. It's also on a timer, so um, follow them every time you see the timer, uh, but make sure you do it an even amount of times, or you might un- end up unfollowing them. So something to consider you can also check out our written recaps that have now been taken over by the fabulous uh c uh, over on exploration point wiki on our obsidian portal page uh check out the adventure log and that will get you all the way up to episode seven which is all that is out there at this point so uh if that's your main form of of learning and catching up we've got you if you like hearing things with your ears uh, to catch up, you can check out the podcast um, on your favorite podcast app or on the link in the HE command there. And we should have uh, episodes six and seven out by next week. And the first five are up already. So go check that out. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. and people still do that? I don't know. Uh, Mojo, thank you for the $30 tip to The Daily Goal. Very much appreciate you. Um, and yeah, we are also on Twitter as at Strix higher ed. And if you want to, uh, talk about the show or share some fan art or fanfic, we've gotten some fanfic or anything like that, please make sure you tag, use hashtag higher ed RPG because we want to know what you like. Um, and if you don't like something, please don't use a hashtag. <laughs> use a different hashtag. That's completely unrelated. Um, and yeah, don't forget to follow the channel and, uh, and follow us on socials. Um, thank you, Azra. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, cast, do you have anything to, to add in there?
3: why are you barking my cat is here my cat you're scaring my cat he's running he ran away calling
2: bog dog you you may he ran all dogs assemble
0: i don't know you abandoned dog who can say if bog dog is even still around Hello. I'm saying, like, what? if, if your if your best friend abandoned you, wouldn't you sadly walk away into the sunset and never return and start a new life on a distant land? You didn't
1: know tell us that. <laughs> just
3: okay, saying, cool. I thought. Okay, no, that's that's better. I thought you killed Dog. so you know gonna, what, this like, is better.
0: Animal violence is in our lines. <laughs>
3: good okay i'm just checking because you know what? i was about to be really sad so. no
0: i literally this can't. is just an
3: emotional death
0: this is yeah it, i mean there's that's involved. okay
3: that's fine that's okay <laughs> y'all are freaks
1: <laughs> you brought us i'm um, just saying
3: you know that you know that one clip that's like uh blah 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 is on the table like and then he just like <laughs> oh, keeps yeah, going yeah, listing yeah, that yeah, like yeah, everything's yeah. okay yeah that's me <laughs>
0: Whips, chains, A-OK. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess one last thing I just want to say before we start is uh, with what's been going on in uh, the realm of d uh, and Dungeons & Dragons this week. Uh, just want to make formally put it out there that um, myself and I imagine all of my comrades here are very much in support of uh, open content for everyone and uh, giving creators the tools and uh the legalese to continue making the incredible content that they do uh because that's literally what makes the entire Dungeons and Dragons community is uh is the yep. is the the creators that um that make the shit for it. So
4: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: fuck yeah. trying to gatekeep that in any sort of way because it's it's uh despicable and self sabbatological is a a word
1: (laughs) actually yes now it is
0: uh so yeah just want to put that out there um thank you for the 20 dollars tip we are halfway to our goal so if you want to unlock a bonus scene and support us at the same time check out explanation point goal in the chat let's go ahead and get started though
6: bark 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 after the unexpected fraternizing
0: with salome Ciro left Fury Gale Repository without another word to any of you. The night came to release the day, but still the revelations of Salome ring in your ears and tramp throughout your subconscious. We find the remainder of our group has reconvened in Baru's workshop. After escaping the inquisitive eyes of their alarmed but intrigued peers, a shift has occurred. A shift within each of you, a shift in the connective tissue between you all, a shift in the very earth beneath your feet, and you have been left to make sense of it all. What are you all doing in Baru's workshop? Well, actually, first, Drac, do you want to uh, let us know how how maybe the the workshop is looking these days?
1: Yeah, um I guess. One question I, I would want to ask: I know X definitely has, and Jaya has. Would have would Stag have ever been to Barry's workshop before?
2: Probably not.
1: <laughs> um, so I think to X and Jaya, it's been an improvement. It's still a bit of a mess. You can see that they've been spending more time here, just existing rather than just working. You can see takeaway, um, like boxes and stuff like that, um, dirty dishes and the like. But far less than the last time Jaysh has been here and far less than the few times that I X has snuck in here to leave food for Baru. Um, but it might catch the of guy depending on what they think of Baru and how they work. They may, this may seem normal to them. This may seem much messier than you'd expect from them. But, um, for the most part, tidier than it used to be, but not as tidy as it once was. Um. Right now they probably have something in the forge, probably smarting some some iron or something for the next project, um, or to make a prototype or something. And it's quite it's still quite warm. They haven't opened up the windows or anything like that. So it's still oddly warm for anyone who's walking in and not used to that kind of heat. And they're probably horribly pulling boxes and laundry off any chairs or surfaces that people can sit on and kind of throw them in a pile somewhere just to make space for everyone to to come in uh sorry i haven't getting to the cleaning but um i still have something to do uh sorry about
4: sorry about that
6: that's okay um i think we've all been a little busy lately Gods, Barry, you live like this. Um.
1: Yes. It's, um. Usually, no. I've I've just you know. Been been busy. Sorry.
4: Uh huh.
2: No. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And Stag actually is going to start tidying without asking permission. She's going to start like picking stuff up off of the ground and putting them on tables and like arranging whatever like blacksmith aprons that might have. Scattered across the linoleum and putting them onto hooks oh,
1: you, you don't need to you don't need to do that i can I can get to it when 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 we're done here
2: Oh no no no, no it's just it's just gonna bother me if I don't you know a uh, a clean space is a clean mind
1: oh, well thank you um i mean I may as well help, and I'm gonna do the same and just start cleaning up um as best as I can.
5: X had sat down, uh, on their little stool, at, which I think is near the forge. They like the heat of it and the, like almost the heat warmth kind of like radiates on their scales in a nice way and makes them a little iridescent just against the fire. And I think they watched for a moment as both Stag and Baru start cleaning up. They give kind of a sideways look at Jaisha before shrugging and also standing up and like starting to get specifically like the plates that they would have brought in and starting to stack them up.
3: I guess if this is what we're doing, uh, and Jisha will also help. I think specifically with the tools uh, that Baru uses, because I imagine that Jisha is more familiar with like where the different tools go and things like that. So I think that's what Ray is cleaning up as we're doing this, and as Jisha like starts to help clean up, I think they kind of just uh, like say, not really looking at anybody in particular, but just kind of like shooting it out to the room.
6: So what are we? doing next well we're certainly not joining the terrorism
2: fan club and stag shoots a pointed look at that as they slide a plate onto a shelf but we do need to
6: decide what we're going to do about everything that salome said she's got a point that's all quick question Drack. Mm-hmm. where's the
0: arm so um <laughs> like is there a chance someone cleaning up is going to find it is what i want to know
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> is anyone dealing with that the unfinished prototypes and stuff or
5: x are, 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 are you, you nodding like,
4: <laughs> x would. yeah, yeah.
5: excellent okay. x is very familiar with uh baru's things And has spent like I think out of anyone probably the most time in here.
1: Yeah, so I think you would probably be cleaning up maybe like a half finished, um, a shield that um, that I was working on. I'm going to put in the chest where I usually put my like work in progresses, so I can get to them later. And if you look in there, buried beneath some stuff, but still probably visible, um, you would see the arm.
0: Okay, just. Keep the conversation going. Just keep that in mind. See. <laughs>
2: okay. Oh, well, at least she doesn't seem like she's going to be ratting us out. That definitely didn't seem like their plan or their motivation. I just, it's still, it's still weird to me that they took me, that they took us to Fury Gale just to to give us a, but like a, a lesson. I don't know if all dance professors are like that, but I just, I don't. The more, the deeper we get into all of this BS, the more, I don't know, dark secrets it seems like Strixhaven has that I personally have not had any idea about. And frankly, I'm still kind of confused what the secrets are exactly. Strixhaven breaks people, according to clicka. What does that even mean?
4: I,
1: I don't know. I, I really honestly couldn't tell you.
2: And what Salome was saying, (laughs) that's a little bit of an understatement. I think they had more feathers on their ass than their head at that point. But uh, everything Salome was saying about the ascension, I don't understand. I mean, everyone knows that anyone can try to ascend. I don't get what, I mean, I guess Strixhaven is your best chance to do
6: that, but I never thought, I don't, this is just new information. But she's got a point. But she's got a point, doesn't she? I mean,
3: the ascension, we never nobody really ever stops to think about why it's like that. Who decided that this was how things were gonna be? And I mean I've I've been saying, like, what if what if what if more people
6: got to have the power that supposedly people who ascend get
2: well it was the founder dragons who created the cycle right and what salmi was saying about the the people with the most potential to do good leaving i mean of, of course they would leave they become gods to make the world better that's where they go i I mean, they, she seemed to be implying that there was something inherently nefarious about the Ascension and that it was set up to take good people away from the material plane or something like that. I mean, that, am I,
6: am I off in interpreting what she was saying? Have you ever, have you ever met a god or interacted with one? Go, Yeah, my ancestor. I, I can call him up right now. Is that your ancestor? Or is it a memory? Oh, <laughs> what, well, what do, you... what do you mean by that? It's like ghosts. Mm, echoes? Divinity doesn't have a place in the material realm so to speak we see it only in texts prayers spirits ghosts they're not corporeal they're not here well well obviously my ancestor isn't like this isn't the whole
2: god i figure it's just kind of like a a remnant of his power right well now that we know that zero's a a warlock kind of like that you know the patron is somewhere else but they get some of the you know god power that their patron has i guess it's kind of similar you know like the big ghostly stone lion you see that comes out of my body when i when i attack things when i'm really angry that's not the whole god it's just a part of it you know and 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 sure during the fight with Klecka. Maybe I saw something that I'd never seen before, you know, in relation to my ancestor, but that's not necessarily it. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. It could just be a memory of who they were before they ascended. What did you see? Oh, you know, regular people memory vision things. Returning home from war to their loved one.
6: uh, You know, maybe this was during the Blood Age and this was right before they ascended or something. Has that happened before? Has what happened before?
1: Um, When when your um, your stone, your ancestor, they held you by the throat, right? I I wasn't.
2: Oh, you know, we worked through it. Ha! That was not. They weren't trying to kill me. Just you know, point of order. They they were just trying to show me some. Lessons, I suppose, about how I've been behaving or how I've let other people treat me or something like that. The, the throat grab, hang, dangle over whole thing was a pretty personal thing. That didn't have anything to do with divinity. Okay,
3: so if we believe that, Stag, you've talked to a god, mm-hmm. I guess my question is I never really realized until
6: Salome said it, but. I don't think most people have. I mean, we assume that the gods ascend to help us, to help people on the material plane, but I've never felt that, their influence. Well, we've got a nun right here. You've mentioned
2: you're from a monastery, right? Well, then you would know that well, my, my father's always said that gods live in a world beyond ours and that, you know, we can't really feel them the way that we can feel other people. They're in the mountains, the trees, the sky, right? They don't really, they,
6: they see the forest and we're kind of just the trees, you know? Did you have a question? Well, yeah. I mean, is that how gods work? There is no truth to how gods work. Every god is different.
5: Every person who may become a god is different. And each of them have different futures and
6: different paths, different influences, different deaths. Baragash? Yes? What is this? I An think- X is standing in front of the chest, looking down into it. I, I turn around and I see, I see that, and oh, um, I think, um, I think it's part of chorus. I'm sorry. What? And you see X's shoulders just kind of rise up and then back down. Yes it is. When did you get this? Um the night of the night when everything happened. Baru, and I think X speaks with like the
5: most emotion that they have pretty much ever and they turn around and they look at you like with this very Open is not a way to describe their expression, but this kind of uh, life underneath the mask, I think.
6: Baru, why didn't you say anything? I, so much had happened and I couldn't, I didn't want to,
1: I I didn't want to see any of your faces because of everything I did. And brought you into, and then everything with the dean, and
6: and I hope that honestly, I hope if they looked into it, it would trace it back to me and not all of you. I thought we agreed it wasn't just your fault. It, it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't used my gaze. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Has anyone
2: been in here? Does anyone else know that this thing is here? Um,
1: I, I got a note with it. Uh, a,
3: a note?
1: Yes.
2: What did it say? Um,
1: and if um, X is looking in the box, I think you'd see the note with it, just just underneath it. It should be in. X, there. I
5: think. X picks it up, and the note, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, says.
0: I think it says, I told you Strixhaven
6: breaks things. I told you Strixhaven breaks things. Kleka. That's gotta be Kleka, right? Loose ends. They're playing with us. This is we need to ask faster. Yes, that much is true. But Baru... Yes. So what if it is you? So what if you did do it? Maybe that's true. That doesn't change how I feel. And it doesn't change the fact that I want you here. X, I... I've only been able to call your friend for the past month or so, and I've already got you into trouble. And you're not the first. Life is trouble, death is the only time we get to rest. What? What should we do? Act faster. We need to. We need to find Klecka. Now. Yeah, we seriously do. And this arm thing, uh, we should get rid of it too, right? I mean, this is literally evidence. Yes. Um the least, While it's
1: in the box, it's made out of lead. And that should hopefully deal with any scrying or location magic. Um, I usually use it just to be safe
6: because I'm dealing with magical items. What if we burn it? You've got a forge right here. The stone burn? I don't know. If the heat is... We'd have to do something with the ash. Burning is only part of the process. But it's a good start. Better to find a pile of ash in your box than an arm, Baru. Yeah. All right, then fire up that forge, Baru. You know, just
2: think of it like you're making... You're making like a pod or a sword or something, right? Don't think of it as a part of Chorus's body.
6: Think of it as just another object.
1: Bor just nods quietly, um, and will go to the forge and remove the the um, molten iron that they were probably um, smelting at that moment, and um set up the arm.
6: There is a knock at the door. Uh, a stag, way. stag, go, go. I got <clears throat> hello. Yes,
2: one moment, please. I am naked. Why <laughs> would you say that? Why would you say that? X, X drops the arm into the forge.
5: Like, like they take it out of the box, they put it in the forge, they cl- seal up the top with Mario right there.
3: And I think Jaisha just takes Stag and, like, tries to push her towards the door. Obviously, probably not doing very well, because Jaisha's not very strong, and Stag is huge and
2: buff. Um, but Jaisha's trying to, like, push Stag towards the door. Well, are you serious? Or Do you skip bench day or something? No one skips bench day. Okay, well, yeah, well, coming, Who? who is it? Uh, Low shield, who is that? Oh, hello,
5: Professor Lucio. It's it's Mister Oh,
0: right,
2: the big one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, Mister Gog, the big one. Zor Graves. <laughs> yeah, a lot of very satisfied women call me that. Uh, but just one one second, Professor. I <clears throat> and Stag stalling to see if the arm is burning.
0: <laughs> if the,
2: is the door locked, Farah?
1: Um, I mean, I imagine we locked it after us. That yeah. would make
3: sense because we're talking yeah. about yes, please, something yes. very secret.
1: Make sure why we went to the workshop. I think so. Okay. Um.
0: <laughs> I think I think she tries the handle.
2: Oh, Professor! Please, I'm I'm in my birthday suit. Why are you naked, Mr. Girl? <laughs> oh, it's really hot in a forge, Professor. Uh, well, it's not. <laughs> Is Baru there?
1: Yes. Um.
0: Yes. Baru, this is really um strange. Can you just let me in?
2: Yeah, I
4: look yeah, at X to see
2: if it's like is the fire taking it? Is it hiding? Really quick above game,
0: like what is the f- like? I Havana just don't really know what a forge looks like. Like, it's an is there yeah. an opening? Um, like
1: there's, you, can you see something the, you,
0: burning in there, or is it like there a door that covers it? Or
1: yes, there's usually a door. There's usually a it. door. Depending on what you're doing, you might leave the door open or closed, but there is always a door. Okay. At, the rate, at least because sometimes you need to leave it to. Okay. Smelt. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Uh,
3: I assume we close the door.
1: Yes, okay. <laughs> I said so, something about
0: covering it, but I didn't know what that
2: meant. <laughs> yeah. <Cool>. Personally. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll just turn to Stag and just, like, nod, saying you can open yeah, it.
2: Yeah, Stag quickly unlatches the lock and opens it. Ha ha! Hello, Professor. And she's, like, taking up the doorframe, so Lucille like, can't come in until, like, she hears a confirmation from everyone behind her that it's okay to let this person in.
0: She looks you up and down and goes, Mr. Gog, you are strangely clothed.
2: We, I'm very fast at putting clothes on, you know, a lifetime of living under very strict parents who only allow a couple of romantic prospects into your bedroom or not even at all, you know, sneaking out of windows and back in throwing clothes on at record pace.
0: I'm not sure. But every time we speak, you seem to overshare about your romantic life. And and I'm not sure whether to be honored or, um, you know, uh,
2: offended. Honored. Honored. I well, feel just so safe sharing right. these aspects of, of my, my history with you, Professor. Uh, lore hold to lore hold.
0: right. I'm, gl- I'm glad that you feel comfortable with me, but when I, I said I enjoyed romance novels, I really didn't didn't mean to open the floodgates of your personal, romantic
2: narrative. Uh-huh. Understood. Understood. Right. Well, perhaps next time, uh, Professor. But well, that's why the door was locked. Because <laughs> you were having a romantic escapade, and Lo looks around at all of you. <laughs> oh, <my God>. Yes.
4: <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> instantly, instantly, X
5: nods like very thoughtfully. Their hands clasped in front of them. Yes, we were having intimate relations.
3: Jesha oh, blushes and is looking frantically at Baru, and then at Stag, and then at X, and then back at Baru, like,
5: "Bo, are we really going with this story? Is this is this really?" Baru
1: is speechless. <laughs> They're just like, "Uh." Do you um, do you
0: move out of LoShiel's way, way, uh, Stag? I, I
2: finally start okay. to as like everyone's accepting this.
0: <laughs> so she <this> excuse. <laughs> she'll walk in the room and then kind of do a wide arc to separate herself from the rest of you. (laughs) And it's like, Baru, this is really, um, I don't know. I understand this is your workshop, but this is technically campus property, and I'm not sure you should be hosting some sort of swinger event in, in this space.
1: Baru just like eyes wide look to, Stag at an X and Jaya, and then back to LeSean. Goes, I'm. I'm sorry. It won't happen again.
0: I mean, it's fine. Just like put a sock on the door or something, and then I will know not to come through. And I'm going to pretend I don't know about this and that this interaction never happened. I'm just be careful because I. I feel like this has to across some sort of protocol or guideline or restriction of campus. We're etiquette. so sorry,
3: professor. Don't um, apologize you...
0: to me. I, ultimately, I do not care, but I, I am concerned about uh, Baru being able to maintain custody of the workshop.
3: Oh, no, we would never, we would never risk that. Oh, you know, yeah. it's hormones. It, it, uh, yeah, uh, but we, we will make sure that this doesn't happen again.
5: Yes, we are quite embarrassed to have been caught with our pants down, so to speak.
0: Lucia well, looks at you and then goes, yes, you look so embarrassed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 how can we help you, Professor? Yes. Um, well,
0: I was actually just here to see Baru, but since you're all here, I do have a bone to pick with you. Uh, and at that, she crosses her arms and kind of leans on. One of her
6: gigantic elephant legs.
4: Uh, Is is something wrong? The hole? Oh, oh. You
6: never filled it. Oh,
1: sorry. That slipped my mind. Um, I
0: asked one thing of you.
6: Do what you want, but clean it up afterwards. I, we, Maybe I I've to... been too lenient with you, Barbara. No, 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 no. No,
3: no,
1: no it, I, I can, I'm sorry. I've just, um, I, I can get that sorted out today.
0: No, I I I've already have... done it. That was oh. weeks ago. You think I was going to leave a hole in the middle of Aerojunt Fields just to wait for you to remember to do the singular task that I asked you? No. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. And honestly, a bit miffed that I had to do it because I did not want to.
6: As I made expressly clear to you, I did not want to do it. I'm I'm really sorry. Uh, It was was our fault. I Uh, know. I blame all of you. And that um, the flitty one. With the wings. Sure. I put them in charge. Not making that They've mistake been, again. they um, out of commission. Are they dead? Did they die no. in the
2: hole? No. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, oh, good. I like <laughs> no.
0: For, I would not like to be responsible. I would not like to be responsible for any student deaths.
2: You're not. You never have been, and you never will be, Professor, and that's on my good word. How can we make it up to you? I think she sits down on a chair,
0: and it just, like, creaks beneath the weight of her, and she crosses one of her her trunkish legs over the other, and she goes, I, you know, maybe I should be more careful before I just so flippantly give out permissions or make leeway. If something were to have happened to you, I don't know what would have happened in in a hole, but... I guess if the worm got turned back around or if there's something in there unexpected and harm came to a student, that would be on
6: me. That would be really unfortunate. And it's, we are all thankful that nothing like that has
3: happened.
0: I just, yeah. I'm just not sure you understand the gravity of being on staff at Strixhaven. I have a lot of responsibilities and I, I, would like to have zero. It's very hard for me.
6: Is, of is course. Then perhaps, we... as a way to. Oh, no, no. X, go ahead. Of course.
5: Then perhaps, by way of apology, we can do a favor for you. We were planning to head into Paradise City early this week. Paradox. Perhaps we can pick you up. Paradox City.
0: Every time, early
5: this week. Welcome down to the Every
0: Paradox I City. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, Paradox City. I know where I am. I know where I am. I'm about to rebrand it, and then it's just like axel Rose is the president of the city, or
4: something. Oh
5: <laughs> we are heading into Paradox City early this week. Perhaps we can get
6: something for you, so you don't have to make the trip yourself. Well, that is enticing. Doesn't really undo the damage done, necessarily, but... I will consider it. Uh, f- free of charge, of course. You know, as, as a way to make up for
2: all the... That would be all s- the...
0: so strange if you offered that and then charged me money for it.
2: Uh, ha, right. Yes, of course. Haha
0: uh lo looks back at baru what do, what sort of business do you have in paradox gardens
1: oh uh, um i i i used a bit too many too much of the um um the materials i i bought last month i'm just i'm just restocking really
4: on my lo
0: looks at your workbench and then begins scanning the shop and what did you make with all those materials? You had quite a stockpile. I don't see any new um, contraptions. I. Um, and you've been locked in here, I dare say, for weeks, which is why I came to check on you.
1: I. A lot of it was used on. when um, we well, went down into the hole? Star took a bit of a tumble, and I had to replace a few parts. Um, and, um, and re- I recently added a new feature where, where now they can cast, very limited, but they can use magic as well. So that took quite a bit of time and resources. That's honestly why I've been been in here.
0: Mm, I think you're going to have to do some sort of role here.
1: Yeah, Because you were uh,
0: talking to the clockwork professor of the school. So if you're yeah. trying to bullshit her about uh, and. I almost said an animatronic, uh, <laughs> a construct. Then,
1: oh no, that wasn't bullshit. Because of leveling it up, they can actually use limited materials. No, magic but you're now.
0: saying that's where all your materials went, and oh, that's yeah, not yeah. true. Yeah.
4: Yes. Um, okay.
2: Can we can we help yeah. in any way? How would you help? stag would like seeing this like try to kind of shuffle around and start to just put cogs grab anything artificery looking and like just start to scatter them but like real subtle like
0: i almost feel like that would cause a disadvantage
2: <laughs> <laughs> no don't help don't try to help
3: stop it <laughs> let's just see
1: okay i'll roll am i take a disadvantage on this or? no
2: <laughs> no i don't
4: i don't it's okay
1: <gasps> okay. Uh,
6: a ten. She she
0: just like narrows her eyes at you. And she stands back up from the chair, it creaks again from the relief of her weight, leaving it. And she starts walking around pacing around. Your workshop, kind of like a tiger in a cage.
3: Uh Professor Lucille, I must apologize as well. Uh, It's
0: Baruch.
3: Lo my apologies. Lucille is my Uh, sister. (laughs) 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 I must apologize as well. Uh some of Baruch's materials were used uh to help me with my mutagens. I uh, actually visited Baru. Earlier, a few weeks ago, uh, for help, and uh, Show will start rummaging through their stuff, and will like pull out, I guess, like a bunch of different like mutagen vials um, that like they have been working on. Uh,
0: give me a, a persuasion
3: roll or deception. Okay. You want to.
1: Can I give a help
3: action you by already... explaining how? No, no, no. I've been no, no, no. no, no okay. No.
0: You've had your chance.
4: Yeah.
3: Fourteen?
0: She turns to face you and is contemplating what you're saying. And she goes, that's strange. I've never known Damascus steel to be needed for mutagens.
6: Exploratory work. Um, Hmm. Experimentation with... The limits of mutagens. And of course there's the staff gift. Oh, <laughs>
5: Oops. I wasn't supposed to say that.
0: She turns and she's, she's listening to you out of one of her elephantine ears out the side that it kind of swoops backwards, but she's still looking around the workshop and she goes,
6: Oh, is that what's smelting in the forge at this time? It wouldn't be much of a surprise if we told you. Well, I don't really like surprises. She's heading towards the forge. (laughs) Actually standing in front of it? Okay.
5: Please, I insist. Baru has been working tirelessly in an effort for you. Not only is this research
6: foundational, world-breaking, it's also important to him. Give me a persuasion check. Can it be deception? Yeah. Come on, My assassin. Dog.
5: Unnatural 20.
6: Ah, uh,
0: okay. 15 plus 5. I think you've you've played into her soft spot, which is Baru. And she, she turns her head away from the forge and looks at Baru and then very, kind of in a tired way, smiles at you. Well, I do
6: have great confidence in Baru and being the next great creator. So if me having... outstanding knowledge of what you're working on is going to impede, then I will respect it, even if I don't quite understand it.
4: Thank you, Professor. I really appreciate it.
6: You see her trunk go up. And she, you can tell she takes in like a deep sniff. I will say it does smell strange. That
2: would be the orgy fumes, professor. <laughs> Please give me
0: a persuasion check.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Can I have advantage because you love me? Sure,
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, you've already, you've already started the orgy story, so maybe it's a little bit more likely that... <laughs> it's an unnatural 19. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, she imme- you immediately see her trunk go limp and then just, like, fall to her, to her chest. And she goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is certainly a smell I am unfamiliar with. Orgies sound like too much
6: work. Yeah, they are, which is why this wouldn't happen again. Definitely not here. So you don't have to worry about that.
2: What were you going to say on that? Just that
3: they take a lot of communication.
0: (laughs) I'm fine with communicating as long as it's while we're all sitting down and having a cup of tea and maybe some sort of snack cake. But I don't know, all the thrusting seems like a lot of effort. uh, Well, it's good cardio. Calisthenics sometimes, too. Mm. I'm uninterested.
6: Okay. Okay.
3: (laughs) Well, if that's all, uh, Professor, uh, we really should uh, be getting back to the orgy. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think Baru like, just like, doesn't t- walk away, just like, fully t- 180 turns away from Professor short because they just cannot make eye contact.
0: <laughs> so I, I guess this means that you are okay, Baru. Maybe more than okay, I suppose. if you didn't realise yes, this um... is your bag, but I don't need to know um... everything about you.
1: Yeah, yes. Um you know more about me now than I thought you ever would cuz like <laughs> looking at Stag and Jayshan X. Um but I'm I'm okay. I'm sorry for worrying you.
0: And this uh faculty present, when can we expect it?
1: Um it's all right now. It's well, we're currently working on the prototype. So it, before I know for sure, I really can't say maybe two,
6: three weeks. Well, I will... I, I a few will, hours of sleep, maybe less.
0: I will expect it in three then. I heard it's world-changing. Uh, and she glances back at ecstasy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I hope, hope that this effort to... I don't know, uh, butter up your, maybe that's the wrong words to use in this circumstance, but uh, the staff of the school is not uh, distracting from your thesis or your greater prospects.
6: No, no, not at all. Um, If if anything, the the aiding in it. Okay. But uh, you are remaining focused. Yes. I'm happy to send some of my bots along if you need assistance.
0: Not with the orgy, but with your work. I don't have any.
6: I mean, I could. Never considered the need. Uh, if I need, uh,
1: help, if I need any help from your bots, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. Thank, thank you for the offer, um,
6: Professor. On your work. On the work, yes. The work. The work. Turns on, on uh, Stag. And young Mr. Gog, mm-hmm. I would ask the same of you. Oh, oh, don't worry, Professor. This
2: is not a distraction from my thesis. It's coming along perfectly.
3: It's not the only thing that's coming
2: <laughs> i'm sorry what was that <laughs> Nothing. no Jisha. and stag flings out a hand and puts the like their huge hand over Jisha's mouth it's just your whole face it, your <laughs> whole face
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nothing um i'm forgetting is is lo shiel your advisor or just one of your previous professors
2: i think just one of my previous professors okay. i think i have a different advisor okay. Yeah.
0: Um, she says, well, it's going through the department
6: that your father is a bit concerned about your progress. Oh, <laughs> well, you, you know what they say about rumors. What did they say? Uh, that there's
2: always wrong. a seed of truth. Nope. That's not the saying <laughs> I was trying to get to, X, but thank you, thank you for the help. No, just that it's, you don't have to worry. My, my father, of course, as everyone knows, has very high standards, very high expectations. Oh, I'm uh, so, aware. Yes, You're I intend to
0: live up to. You're running out of advisors to switch, switch to, Mr. Gog.
2: Seems no one uh, is <clears throat> quite up to the task. I just, I just have a lot of ideas
6: for my thesis.
2: Uh, a lot of different ideas that, you know, sure, probably wouldn't make sense to all put them together, but the, the advisor I have now, I am very happy with.
0: Well, let's hope your father changes his mind then.
6: I'm, I'm sure he will. You know, I, I assure you he will. I promise you he will change his mind.
0: So we could also expect some sort of progress update from you in the next three weeks on your thesis?
6: Yes.
2: Expect it to also be mind-blowing.
0: <laughs> Set that bar real high. Wonderful. Then we, I will count on a double presentation from you and Barugash in three weeks' time. Uh-huh. And I will... Yep. Send a note to your advisor at this present time to make sure they are informed of the engagement.
2: No, well, I don't think that part's necessary, Professor. What, She's my She's already advisor's walking already... towards the door. <laughs> Professor,
0: <laughs> have a good day. And I will send a note along with uh, some supplies I may require from the market. Uh, depending on when you are going, I will try to send it along later this evening with one of my constructs.
6: Sounds good. Um,
4: Wonderful.
1: Thank you for the visit, Professor.
6: Perfect. Thank you, Professor
2: Lushiel.
0: Yes, just try to stay on task and not get too caught up in the sex fiendish aspects of your personalities.
4: Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, yes not to invalidate them just to prioritize
2: yes of course professor you don't have to worry about that okay goodbye professor (laughs)
0: i'm I'm picturing you physically
2: pushing (laughs) yes at this point i'm like shoving her out the door
0: (laughs) Um, and, yeah, you push her out the door, and you see there's, like, like six puppies. There's just, like, six little constructs that are just sitting on the doorstep waiting for her to come back out. And she uh, she waves a hand at them, and they all perk back up and start trailing her uh, down the hallway.
3: As soon as the door is closed, Jisha turns to Stack and goes, An orgy?
2: Really? <laughs> what? It worked? And it wasn't me who said it. was. It was... X actually surprisingly well
5: it wouldn't make sense if you were in here having sex by yourself
2: <laughs> uh, that's a good point X. we all get like, to the cover story
1: now Bar has like found a corner and just like crouched on the ground just head in their hands just face absolutely burning this is, is this the most a story? embarrassed it's ever been um
6: <laughs> Is this a story we need to keep up?
1: Uh, no, please.
6: If it's relevant.
3: No. Great, great. This is not how I thought a polycule would form in my life. Um...
2: <laughs> you all have to fake date each other for the rest of the game. I thought the fake date and poor Sarah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so
6: I
3: can be like, "What, what the, the fuck, fuck did you do?" Oh my god! <laughs> I guess we now also need to help Baru come up with a world-changing invention,
4: <laughs> <laughs> world
3: not just Baru. Me too. <laughs> two
5: world-changing <laughs> inventions.
0: Also, oh don't forget god. you have a concert to put on.
4: Oh. You and pro- the concert. The concert. <laughs>
0: Why you told to the to the other students was that you were putting on a special <laughs> oh,
2: show for them? This is, this is oh really spiraling. Can we combine? I the other No, uh, wait, h- hold on. I'm I'm getting a mystagog mind mash. <laughs> what is? I'm this? Sorry, what? B- <laughs> a mystagog mind mash. Jasha, keep up. It's but I would call my brilliant ideas when I was a kid. What if we combined the concert I made up for the rest of the student body with our presentation that I'm doing with Baru in three weeks?
0: Jason just said that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, Stag's taking, completely taking credit
4: for it. <laughs> yeah it's fine it's fine it's stag so is a, jealous is a cis man confirmed
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. i said it louder
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jay just shoots stag a look like really really we're not even in class right now really <laughs>
4: <laughs> and him
3: just nods right we could spin it like art is world-changing, is mind-blowing as the adjectives you all used to describe this invention. We can combine art and science into something, something, we can make it about the Ascension. Take the stuff yeah. that Salome said to us and present a new perspective on the Ascension
2: to the staff of Strixhaven. that, that.
3: Is world changing?
2: Okay, you should It sounds like you're actually kind of taking this seriously instead of just figuring out the best way to bullshit it. Well, I mean, if we have an opportunity, then
3: you know what we 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 have the staff of Strixhaven listening to us. I feel like we should take advantage of that. No,
2: uh, I don't know about that. You know, if my advisor is going to be there, like, what if my dad shows up? I, I I don't know. I
6: think we should play it safe. You could impress your dad
4: ah. <laughs> ah, 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 that was a good one ah.
6: Ah. Um, oh, my my dad doesn't get impressed, Jasha. he just gets not disappointed um i I know we
1: were pitching ideas. But what exactly was that day we just pitched? We just said we we're going to combine something.
2: Yes, concert for the staff and the students, all the grad grad students, anyone else, I guess, plus our presentation, our joint
6: presentation. Okay, um, I I guess I could make
1: um instruments, to, uh, speakers. I I I don't know where my Skill set comes into a concert?
4: Ah,
5: there was a question that we all had. <laughs> Stop that. Not Dana. this. <laughs> it's for Lochiel in case she's outside. Um, <laughs> we all had a question about the star arches, and those are real questions that I do really have. Perhaps we can all work on finding out more about how they work and why they work, pursue the line of questioning that Professor Salome opened in our own directions using our own skill sets, as well as inviting the rest of the grad students to participate, share their own network. It would also give us good cover to continue to look for Klekka to continue our research on what the Ascension actually is and how to best cover our tracks. A different
3: perspective.
2: That's actually brilliant. And if we're snooping around, we can just say it's for the concert-slash-presentation-slash-star-arch-art-presentation. Literally slash brilliant. I am going to have to put together a set list, though. I have to get
6: some good performers for this concert. Uh, you could do it. Uh, uh Weird thing for you to say, X,
2: because uh, I'm not a musician. I don't do that. What? No. No. Didn't, didn't
1: I... Did I help with your axe? And uh... that
2: was for and now the hand goes out to cover Baru's face. <laughs> um... Wait, no, no. What's Baru saying? What? Do you... what what's up with your axe? It... Does it play music? Aurora is an amazing singer, and I bet if I invited her, she would want to talk to the stage manager of the event. And Stag gestures at Jasha. Um. I I I've never managed a stage. I mean, the before. headliner has to work closely with the producer. I don't know anything about producer music. One might say, just uh, managing the event. You're you're a brainy person. Like your head's like twice the size of your muscles. You you know that crossover skills for putting on an event. You could do it. Okay. Uh. Right.
3: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah no i could i could i could do that uh for or i mean for everyone performing uh-huh
2: yeah yeah and like stag's just hoping that Jay-sh is dropping the lineup question questioning yeah. their hands still over bowery's face i i it, but, but but then what would you do But but what,
3: what would you do stag uh as part of this
2: I'll, I'll get all the talent together, you know? I actually, you know, I know so many people at Strixhaven, so I'll just, you know, I know all the best musicians and the best performers, so I'll just ask them. And Ciro can be
6: our, like, publicist or whatever, because Ciro's good at being the face of stuff. X, what about you? I can be the bodyguard for the event. Security! yeah security um do do we do we really want to look into star arches i think what it would, would you, you like, like to well, I, I i don't have a a suggestion or um a recommendation i
1: from what sodomy said if it feels like a lot of the information has been hidden or obscured on purpose. We
6: wouldn't wouldn't? Can what if we find something we're not meant to find? There's no such thing as information we're not meant to find. The information that people don't want us to find. It it could cost us a life. Or it could be ammunition to save one. If we knew more about what was going on at Strixhaven, if
5: we knew more about the Star Arches, if we knew more about Klekka,
6: their motivations, their desires, perhaps we'll be able to do something in the future. If Strixhaven really does break things, like I said, Maybe we can stop that. Do we but we don't we don't even know what
1: we're we're stopping. We, we barely figured out this whole Shickshaven breaks
6: things and we don't even know what that means specifically. Which is why we gotta find out. We gotta start somewhere. Baru. You're braver than you think you are. I'm really not. But thank you. I I appreciate the sentiment. I don't want Strixhaven to break us. me neither. Huh. That's not going to happen. I mean, come on. Shiel tried
2: to break us, and look, we got out of that easy peasy. And the whole chorus thing tried to break us, but we're still here. And everything happening with Salome was upsetting, but again, look where we are. We're already going through all these obstacles and challenges and hurdles. And I don't know, it's weird, but I feel like as long as this
6: group sticks together and we keep working together, we're going to be okay. And in that moment, it's sort of like the absence of zero sinks in. And the words that they said to you at the
4: repository.
6: We're going to have to reach out to Ciro and see how they're doing. But they're a part of this too. It wouldn't be right to move forward without them. Yeah. yeah. I need to talk you to sure? X. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they say, four is an orgy, but five.
2: Now that's friendship.
3: I'm not really sure where you're getting your sayings from, Stag. but...
2: Uh, did we not grow up reading the same
3: books? What is happening here? No. Who is giving children books about... Or, you know what? I don't want to know.
0: <laughs> uh, and I think if there's nothing else, we'll fade out of <laughs> that scene. <laughs> Was there anything else uh, anybody needs to do or say in the
6: workshop, though?
0: You've got the arm cooking. What's the plan with the arm?
6: X would let
5: it, uh, I think just it's, they know how long it takes. And I think they speak up before any kind of timer or anything goes off Mm -hmm. and they just say it's done. Um, and then they would collect the ash into like a similar, just any kind of, uh, pouch or anything. Uh, that Baru has in the workshop and would instruct them to put it back in the lead iron case until we come back from Paradox City
6: and we can figure out what to do with it then.
0: Perfect. Anything else in the workshop? Jack, you got anything?
6: Um, no, I think that'll be pretty much it.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, let's, let's take our break now and then, um, when we come back, we'll do some we'll do some sleepy night night time, okay? I
2: don't bark, trust that
0: bark bark bark. <laughs> bark I'll
2: trust sleepy night night.
0: <laughs> During the break, if you want to um, uh, if you want to share fan art or fanfic or some feedback on the show, some some nice things to say, you you can use x ex- no hashtag. Hashtag Strix, nope, hashtag higher ed RPG.
4: <laughs> uh, we got there, we out and there. And you
0: can follow us at Strix Higher Ed. Uh, and during the break, I'll be running a giveaway, so keep an eye on chat. And we'll see you back here in about 10 minutes. Get some water, stretch mm-hmm. your bodies, and we'll see you soon. Hey, bye But yeah, I think that's it. Let's jump back in. Um, where do you want to? Ha- we were talking about having a conversation between uh, uh, between Jaisha and Stag. Where where do we think that is happening?
3: I think on our way back to uh, Zuo Grave's house, uh, as the group is kind of uh, making our way over. Jisha will kind of like pull stag aside um, partway through. And is just depending on where X and Baru are going to go, if they're planning on going anywhere else before heading to the house, Jisha is just going to say, well, uh, we'll catch up with you. And Jisha is just going to pull stag aside. I think um, just to like, I imagine there's like green spaces on campus that are just sort of like fields uh, or uh, for people to sort of like hang out and like and picnic and whatever. And Jisha is going to take stag like near like a particularly large tree. And it's just going to kind of like
2: go up against the trunk of the tree.
3: Can I talk to you really quickly before we go back?
2: Well yeah. You pulled me all the way out here away from everyone else. I would hope you'd want to talk to me about something, but
3: I don't want to know what the alternative was. Um, <clears throat> And Jisha, I think, like, is looks really nervous, honestly. And it is a expression that you have not, and a countenance that you have not seen on Jisha before. I think, stag. I think Jisha has always been very, like, grounded, very composed, very calm-ish, like, around you in particular. Um, and if anything, has been like a little bit, like, abrasive towards you in the past. And right now, they look vulnerable, which is weird.
0: Just want to just uh, want to know you're back against a tree, right?
3: Jayshia? Well, we're like underneath. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yes.
0: And Stag, you're looking at Jaysha and then you look up and you see the plaque for the tree and it is called the lover's tree.
2: OK, before you even say anything, Jaysha, this weird vulnerability, like pulling it. Stag, like Stag just raises a hand and says, Uh-huh. OK, listen, you're really smart. All right. And I'm sure some people would consider you attractive. And objectively speaking, you do have an aesthetically pleasing face, just when it comes to fractions and stuff for your face, you know, like proportions of face. Anyway, face aside, I'm sure you're a great person. And, you know, just, I know we disagree philosophically about some things with the ascension, you know, but I, listen, I'm not. I might. My father's wouldn't approve if I brought someone who was so anti-ascension. You get it, right? What? I <sighs> okay. Clearly, it's not. I just have to say it explicitly. Um, I guess it's just, I'm trying to be subtle here <laughs> and be nice to you, but uh, I guess I'm, I'm just gonna have to say it. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry, Jisha. I'm just. I'm not interested.
3: And I haven't even asked you my
2: question yet. I know, I know, I know. You don't have to, though. I'm just not. It's it's less so that you're not my type, and it's more so that I just I'm not looking. No, 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 no,
3: no, no. Stag, I am. I don't. Should I be offended? I'm not. No, I. That's not why I brought you
2: here. I am not under the lower tree. This is the tree that everyone confesses under. Oh, fuck. No, uh, that was an accident.
3: Uh, we can go somewhere else if you want. Uh, this isn't, yeah. Uh,
2: you want to and- go to Breakup Tree right
3: there? Yeah, that's better. That feels better. Okay, um, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I
2: really thought you were yeah, going to no. say that you were like, in love with me. <laughs> <from> no, <something. laughs> no, God. <laughs> oh, uh, that would have been <laughs> awkward. Wow, because I, whoa. <gasps> but you know what? I wish that you
3: wouldn't, uh, you know, if I was into you, like it wouldn't like, I'm a good, I'm I'm a, I'm a catch. Like I I really, uh, you, I don't know why you would say no. Anyway, that's not the point. I'm not, I'm not actually into you. Uh, okay. Sure. Okay.
2: No, I'm okay. Oh no. I, I, yeah, I believe you wink. Don't, don't worry. I know, you know, you can say face with me wink.
6: I no, I'm being. uh, Are you saying
1: wink? I just need to ask.
2: Yes, that yes.
3: Okay, cool. Yes. No, I'm being sincere, but okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wanted to ask you about your
6: great grandfather, grandfather. Oh, my ancestor. Yeah. Uh, Sure. Yeah. What do you want to know about him? Um, you
3: said that you have a way of talking to them, right?
2: That they visit you or something. Um, uh, it's complicated. Uh, usually, they come out to help me when I'm fighting things. Actually, that's like the only time they ever come out is you know when I'm committing extreme violence. Uh, but in the past, they've um, uh. I haven't really told anyone this because uh, it just didn't seem relevant, you know, but they have come to me when I've been, well, when things have been uh, hard, I guess. Uh, they, they haven't said anything. They haven't been like, oh, hello, Stag, here I am. Uh, but they, I have felt their presence. And that time in the dungeon with Kleka was the
6: only time I've ever heard them speak like full sentences to me. That sounds nice, honestly. When was the, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty fucking
2: terrifying. Not gonna lie. Yeah. When, uh, you're getting dangled over a bottomless pit that you just saw someone fall into and die from. Right. Uh, not that part. I meant. Right. Yeah. They did say some nice things to me though. I think it felt very much like tough love, but also not
6: tough love. I don't know. It's, I'm still thinking about it. How did you know how to talk to them? How to reach out? And... You know? Oh!
2: And Stag reaches behind... Like, they always have their axe on them, and they just kind of take it out casually, and kind of like an aggressive motion, which just. Oh, oh I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you, or... Oh, no! No, no, this, um, this, this is how. And she like slams the head of the axe onto the grass and like maybe like the moonlight gleams off of the steel and off of like the the shaft of it. And now that you see it in, in closer relief, it's beautiful and it kind of looks ancient, like an heirloom like a beautifully handmade heirloom from like a hundred, two hundred, however many hundred years ago, but it's been like kept up with this gorgeous polish and this like black and green and gold decoration uh, and whatnot. And she like holds it there proudly for you to look at. When I um, came of age, my fathers gave me this. It's an heirloom. And they said it contained the spirit of my ancestor. And I took it, and I guess it thought I was worthy or whatever, because now I can just use it. And when I use it, it, like, comes through me.
3: Can I touch it?
6: Sure. You can try to lift it up if you want. It's, like, 80 pounds.
3: Jisha's not very strong. Uh, So I don't think that Jisha is able to lift it. So I think with Stag still kind of, like, supporting the axe, Jisha just kind of, like, runs their hand along it and... Through all of the like grooves and all of the markings that are on this absolutely beautiful uh, piece of work, and there is something very sad and mesmerized about Jisha's face as they're looking at this. asks because it reminds Rem that, and I think they say this out loud without necessarily meaning
6: to. We don't have something like this. What do you mean? And Jisha looks up at you again, Stag. My family. I don't really talk about it very much, but... um,
3: Somebody in my family ascended once, a long time ago. A very long time ago. And we don't, I don't know who or when
6: or really anything about them. So I thought maybe, you know, and you talk to them and they help you and they're there for you. And I thought maybe, maybe I could learn. Whoa! Well, I had no idea someone in your family ascended. That's big.
2: That's huge. I'm surprised you haven't been able to talk to them. I, I, I guess I've never really thought about what would be like for other people who have had ascended ancestors. Because this is just how I've always been able to talk to mine. But if what X is saying is true, and X seems to really know what they're talking about when it comes to gods, I guess it makes sense because there are none. Uh, but uh, maybe all gods kind of work differently. And your ancestor who ascended just, you know, doesn't come through in the form of an axe and like a ghost stone lion and stuff. Maybe they'll come to you in a different way, in a way that's unique to you, like through those things. As she reaches forward, it just taps the petals of the succulent on your pauldron.
3: Maybe. Maybe. And I think you can see that like Jisha is like disappointed uh, by this answer.
6: Maybe Salome was right and the gods just disappear. Well, that would suck ass. Yeah. Yeah, it would. You know what? And I don't think she's right.
2: Because I'm pure, and my ancestor talks to me, and, I, you know, fighting for a world where... People who try to do good things and ascend so they can help the world. That's the whole point of being a hero. So if people go through the star arches and they just go nowhere. And there's a moment where like, we, you see the gears in Stag's head turning like <laughs> toward an inevitable conclusion. <laughs> well, that would mean everything I've been fighting for my entire life has been a lie. So that can't be true. It can't be true. It can't, because that's what my fathers have been fighting for their whole lives, and they know more about the world than I ever will. They're like the smartest guys I know, and I know a lot of smart guys because I've I've been around the block at Strixhaven, yourself and and Baru included, and keep trying, Jisha.
6: Maybe there's just a method of contacting your ancestor or getting in touch with a god in your family that you just haven't found yet. That's what. Honestly, that's what this has all been about.
2: Oh, your thesis? Yeah, I actually don't know what your thesis is. Actually, what what is it? <laughs> well, I've told you many times uh,
3: at uh, Mage Tower matches, uh, practices, and you know lunch. I just, t- I'm breakfast. sorry, I'm
2: just tuning it out.
3: That's uh, okay. Um, my thesis is I. Well. And just like uh, gestures to like their belt where they have a bunch of vials um, of their mutagens, I have been experimenting with the power that is within all of us, with Godhood, with trying to bring the gods to the material plane by bringing us closer to
6: them, by making it so that we don't need to ascend to be gods. Okay, now that kind of,
2: that does kind of feel familiar now that you say it. Yeah, I, I do kind of remember you saying something like that. Right. Okay, well, what if you made, like, a potion that could let you talk
6: to your god? I've tried, but nothing has worked. Mm. Is there something that you
3: do? Something that you maybe don't tell anybody about? Or should, something that makes you feel connected to your family?
2: Uh, when you say something you no one you don't tell anyone about? Stag's eyes shift back to the axe, but instead of looking at the blade of it, she's kind of looking at like the the staff part of it. Uh, though it just looks like regular staff, right? And she just <clears throat> no, no. No, 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 no. You know, no, I don't. You know, what you see is what you get. Uh, looking at me, <laughs> you know, so- but uh. What I will say is my ancestor, I've felt them when I've I mean, for lack of a better term, been kind of down in the dumps. So maybe what you need to do is just hit rock bottom, and your God will talk to you. Right. Have you hit rock bottom before, Jesha?
3: <clears throat> and I think the phrase rock bottom is kind of ironic given that you're talking to Jaisha, who is partially <laughs> geode. Um, and Ray.
6: Thinks about it for a moment. No? Mm. Maybe not. I can help you. I'm
2: I'm real good at helping people hit rock bottom. So if you Uh, need some help. I'm scared. No, I just mean, I mean... (laughs) Ha! <laughs> you know, classic Zool Graves family thing. You know what it's like to be such a huge, massive fucking disappointment. So I'm sure I can, you know, there's no big deal for me to help someone else feel like that. But uh, uh, also, in addition to that, in addition to that, do you know anything about your ancestor? Like, what they were the god of? What their name was? Their favorite food? Anything? Nothing. I just know that sometimes I can do
3: things that. Definitely are not coming from my mutagens, and from what I've been told, are connected to them somehow.
2: Well, that's it. I mean, just look at that part of you that's just natural and instinctual; and just comes out and keep focusing on that. Pull on that, right? Right. No, you're
6: right. Pull on that. Thanks, uh, Stag, and for what it's worth i don't
3: think you're a disappointment if anything i've honestly been
6: um i've honestly been really jealous of you this whole time oh well thank you for saying that i guess some. Um,
2: I mean, I, I kind of figured you were jealous. Most people who say bad things about me and my family are pretty fucking jealous of us. But, but, but. Thanks. Still not into you, though. I uh, just want to clarify that. Right. Wink, wink. Don't worry. your not secret is safe with me. It's not a secret because I'm not. That's into right. It. Exactly. It's not a secret because there isn't a secret. Wink, wink.
3: Right, you can stop saying that. You can stop saying wink, wink.
0: Are you two almost finished? <laughs> did y'all did y'all stay behind the makeout tree or move to the breakup tree? We were in the breakup we the tree. Break-up okay, tree. <laughs> yeah. so you look over and there's a woman who is has a man by the hand, dragging him to the tree, and she's looking like she's about to explode. <laughs>
2: It's saw yours, ma'am. All yours. Good luck. <laughs> Enjoy the guy. Was it worth it?
0: <laughs> 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 and y'all just sort of shuffle off. <laughs> I'm running. She's is running.
2: She, she starts, <laughs> running. <laughs> she starts yes, she's like shuffling off, dude. Like-
0: uh, amazing. Okay. Anything else before Betty bye? Cool. Jack, were you going to say something? Oh, okay. (laughs) You unmuted your mic, so I was like... (laughs) Um, Cool. So, y'all, go to your respective rooms. Um, I think the general, like, vibe of you between your housemates has kind of shifted over the past few weeks. Like, there's sort of this feeling of, like... um, I don't think it's, like, suspicion, but, like, they've obviously picked up on, like, a change in your energies. Um, and I think, uh, what, what is the turtle's name? Val's, uh, Val, uh, numerous times, which is really not irregular for her, but it hits a little different now has said that, uh, uh all of you smell like death at one point or another, <laughs> but that's really not out of character for her. Um, but it, to you all, it hits a bit different. um, and so it's just that if you if you kind of run into anybody on the in the common room or in the hallways or the bathroom on the way there, there is that sort of awkwardness of like, I don't really know where we stand or like what's going on with you. I heard this rumor about an orgy that you were part of. <laughs> so. Oh He's trying to No, I'm just kidding. I'm- shield just telling everyone. Who says Lucille's not a gossip? Um, <laughs> she drinks a lot of tea, you know, so she's probably sipping it. That's all I'm saying. Um, but eventually y'all y'all get to your respective rooms. Uh, you don't see Ciro uh, throughout that. Um, and there doesn't seem to be a light on coming out of their room or anything either. Um, but the night comes in fast and full. Uh, but sleep for all of you is still not coming easily. Um, All that has happened, all that you've heard, all that remains to be uncovered or considered just crashes against the walls of your mind. But as with all things, you certainly have your limits and the fatigue in your body and mind eventually take hold and you succumb to the ambiguous ramblings of your own
6: subconscious. Humna, can you please describe what Jaisha's
0: subconscious and or dreamscape looks like on this particular
3: evening? Tonight, uh, Jaisha's subconscious is a cracked mirror. There is a, I think on the edges, uh, when Jaysha is... Like when you are existing in this dreamscape in the peripheral of your vision, you can see this ornamental frame around the glass that is the ground in this dreamscape. It is a silver uh, filigree that kind of um, twists and turns in on itself in a very consistent pattern. And the ground itself is the glass of a mirror. And you can see that When Jisha takes a step, the the glass cracks and it goes out into the edges. When they take another step, it cracks again and it continues to do so every time that they walk. And when Ray looks down at the ground,
6: they can see the reflection of everything else that is in this uh, space, with the exception of themselves. what else is in the space? I think, I think right now, the
3: rest of the space is underwater. There is water that is flowing around and it's dream logic. So you can breathe in here just fine. You don't need any particular magic or gear in order to do so, but there is uh, water flowing everywhere. And it's odd because the physics don't quite make sense. Like, Jaisha's hair is not floating the way that it would underwater. It's as if it's air, but you know that it's water. Um, and you can see uh, fish kind of, like, flitting by different, uh, uh, different plants f- that would normally grow on the bed of the sea that are kind of, like, springing up from
6: the cracks in the mirror as Jisha walks through this dreamscape. You... Look down into the mirror um, and reflected
0: back in it. You don't see you, but like where your feet are meeting the mirror, right, is attached to like a different figure, kind of like Peter Pan's shadow uh, on a different person. And the figure is colossal, stalwart primordial uh much like the paradoxical hyperion tree a humanoid body towering over this mirror where your body should be with four arms on each side its flesh is seemingly made from slick mossy stone the crux of its arms culminate into some approximation of a head but its shape of that mass is that of a seaside bluff that has been split in two. At the lower center of that mass is an immense, glittering, green-blue agate that pantomimes an otherworldly, unblinking eye.
6: And beneath that, a simple line of a mouth, flat and unfeeling. Jessa sees this in the reflection, and I think their instinct is to like
3: hold out an arm in front of their face to see whether what Ray sees in "quote unquote" real life is in fact the same as what's in the reflection.
6: The arm does not move with yours. Jessa will keep. Their eyes their gaze on this reflection
3: and start to move forward
0: okay yeah you take a, a couple steps and that and that splintering continues on the mirrored surface uh and the water uh water appropriate plants are pushing up growing instantly at your feet or where you're can you see your own feet I think so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Gro- growing like where your feet hit the glass. Uh, and then you take a couple steps and wait. And then the figure very slowly follows after you, but stops the same distance behind.
6: So this figure doesn't move when I, like when Jayshah
3: takes a step, it doesn't take a step with me.
0: No. Interesting.
3: Okay. I think um, seeing that Jesha will drop to rare knees to the reflection and will put a hand out onto the glass of the mirror. Trying to reach out through it into... into the mirror, into the glass to touch or reach out to this figure to make contact.
0: Yeah, you... Put your arm down on the glass, and I think it, it takes a moment, but then instead of cracking, the area around your hand ripples and you're able to slowly push through it into just, like, a cold water. And when you do that, the figure stops and starts to squat down and bend forward. And one of its fingers is like larger than your entire arm, but it pushes forward and meets your hand where it's coming through the mirror. And you can feel like the slick
6: surface of its skin. Spurred on by morbid curiosity more than
3: anything else, um, with no sense of self preservation, Jayshia will push through the glass through the water with their entire body and try to reach the other side
0: yeah it is you push through and it is essentially sort of like that you're up here and then it's sort of like a flipping into the mirror dimension and you're coming out one way but then you're standing up another way and you're disoriented for a second and then you look up and you see that that figure is looking right down on you in front of you now and it's one huge uh agate. It's like a it's like one of those um chunks of agate that has been chiseled in half so you can see all like the rings inside of it and it's just like blue, green, uh seafoam colors that are just making this really uh an approximation of an eye. Like what an abstract painter would would paint an eye
6: as essentially. Uh, And it's just glittering down at you. Who are you? It cocks its head to the side. Jisha will take a step forward slowly,
3: asking for permission, essentially, to get closer to this figure.
0: Yeah, it doesn't move away from you.
3: And Jisha will take that... And Ray will close the distance between the two. Uh, will reach out a hand and touch that massive, colossal finger. And will look into this agate, into this makeshift
6: eye. And ask, is it you? Are you the god? What? The one that we is a god a a a someone who's ascended someone with power what is power And jisha, I think, like, takes this question and is mulling it in their
3: head, um like it's sloshing around them, trying to come up with an answer. and Ray doesn't have one that feels satisfactory, I think, especially after I think before having met Professor Salome, maybe Jisha would have had something to say. but with Salome having planted these little seeds of doubt into rare mind. They falter at this question.
6: I don't know.
0: The figure just nods like it knows exactly what's
6: going through your mind and the feeling that you're experiencing. But it doesn't say anything. I, I don't know. I've been trying to find it to harness it. Give it to other people. Is it something you can give? I... I think. I hope. 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 Yes, Uh, because if we can't give it, then what's the point? What's the point of power? What is the point of power? What is power? And I think, similar to the way that the mirror
3: was cracking and splintering every time Jisha took a step, every time the question comes up in rare mind of what is power. I think like their own, it's as if their own
6: thoughts are like splintering and cracking into fractals of glass. Power is. A a way to. Change. Things. It's ability. It's. It's. It's A tool, right? Its
0: humongous shoulders just move up and down in like this, like <laughs> absurd shrug. You can hear the, the scraping uh, of the slick stone of its own body rubbing against another part of itself.
6: You seem powerful. What, what is power to you? I think the the figure is still crouched
0: down, right? It's like it's like doing that squat where it's like butt is on the ground and its arms are on its knees, and it looks away from you and kind of like looks up, uh, and you realize maybe for the first time that above you is just a regular sky, light blue, soft
6: clouds. And they just stare up at it and don't say anything. Is this the only way to talk to you? It looks back down and you see some sort of approximation of a
0: smile. Like it's like almost that like crack in the stone. Cannot
6: move that way but it's but it tries um yes and no how I communicate Can you teach me? I, I've been trying to talk t- to communicate, to talk to you for so long. Can you teach me? To me, I am here for a reason. What's that reason? I have
4: some things I need to show you.
6: Okay, Uh, okay. But it is likely I cannot answer any of your questions. I'm sorry. What do you need to show me then? It reaches out its huge hand to you. And Jisha climbs into it, I think, and kind of sits
3: down, um, using one of the very large fingers as
6: leverage to steady themselves. It doesn't say anything further to you. It stands up and you again
0: can hear that sort of like crunching and shifting of the stone as its joints move. Um, And then it turns and it just begins walking. And you realize that you are on the edge of a lake.
6: Walking out into a field outside. Of a city. But as you walk, the image around you fluctuates like heat coming off of pavement. And with every wave that passes by your vision, it starts to shift. And The image that it shifts to, see, is the inside of ecstasies, dreamscape, or subconscious. What do we see? It's misty in here, isn't it? There's something hidden.
5: It's rather empty, really, if you think about it too much. Like there used to be a sky, and maybe there even used to be the ground. But in here, there really isn't very much of anything. is there? Nothing to play with. It's just an empty room that I'm supposed to make my own. How silly. And Jisha, you see in this. Empty mist, like coming out of it the way
6: that you do out of fog. X. Have you ever seen a rabid animal? Even if you don't know exactly what's wrong
5: with it, you know intimately and instantly that something is wrong. That you are far too close to something far too dangerous for you to really understand.
6: Has that ever happened to you, Jasha? No. Well, somehow you still know. Don't you? Because when you look at ecstasy, you have spent enough time around them now.
5: You know their mannerisms. You know their habits. You know their body, their shape,
6: their intrinsic movements. That you know that this, it's not ecstasy. Because their tail swishes back one way,
5: back the other. And they're almost lounging on nothing, on this cloud of nothing. Their head rolled back like they've forgotten how to use a spine. Like it's unfamiliar to them to be and live in a body. And when they tilt their head up to look at you, and their eyes open. You don't see this expanse of black on black with the bu- with the circular event horizon circling their pupils. No, you see complete white eating up ecstasy's eyes.
6: Their head tilts to the side as they see you and a smile cracks along their face. Oh, <laughs> oh! what's this? What are you doing here?
0: Uh, and the figure holding you gently sets you down on the ground right in front of Ecstasy.
5: Thank you for that, darling.
3: What an interesting form of transportation. How fun. There's fear rippling down Jasha's entire body. When the figure drops from onto the ground in front of not XX, Jasha, I think, like scrambles backwards as if to try and get back on to the colossal figure. I think it it lets you
0: back into its hand.
6: Like, it's giving you support, but it won't pick you back up. What? What's wrong? Where am I? Who are you? (laughs) Who am I? I really would have thought you'd
5: known by now. Although I suppose you are right. I would have laughed in your face if you called me ecstasy. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. No, no, I'm not ecstasy. I'm like the. Anti-ecstasy.
6: What would that be called, do you think?
4: Hmm.
6: Apathy? Agony. You can call me agony. Pleasure to meet you, Jaisha. Why am I here? I don't know. You're the one who barged into my living room. And you weren't even invited in. And Jisha looks, I think, up at this colossal figure who had said that it had something to show them. The figure,
0: I mean as much as it can, (laughs) locks your gaze um, and then slowly turns its head back to ecstasy. Sorry, agony.
6: And Jaisha will follow its gaze
3: back to agony. And they are fighting every every fiber, every instinct in their body not to run. Because, like you said, they're in the presence of a rabid animal and Jaisha knows, can feel instinctually that this
6: is dangerous. What's wrong? This is what you wanted, isn't it? You want to give power to everyone. What do you think that really looks like? Why are you so afraid? You're going to have to get your hands dirty to get what you want. What's wrong with that? Giving power to ecstasy won't. Create you. Pull it. <laughs> create me? Darling,
5: I already live here. You're a little late to the
3: game, aren't you? I've been playing it for a long fucking time. And Jisha's mind goes back to that moment. In Ciro's Bog, when Jisha and Stag both realized that X had killed people before. And those pieces start to click, start to fall into place. Because I don't think Jisha has, like, thought about that, confronted that, really, ever since that realization. And Ray looks trembling a little bit. I think their leg is, like, going. Uh, shaking at this point like they're going to bolt at any moment
0: you feel the weight of one of those gigantic fingers like on your shoulder uh and the figure says it can't hurt you here oh don't be
6: so sure of that i can certainly try
4: you can certainly try
6: Good to see you again. The figure just lowers its head in recognition.
0: Jay
3: show
6: with the with the
3: assurance that Ray can't get hurt. is going to pluck up all of the nerve that they have, all of the courage. Will
6: step off of the hand of this colossal beast and move towards agony. They will walk up to agony and they will look into
3: its eyes, its white eyes,
6: searching for something, anything that resembles ecstasy in there. It's not. It's not them. Does ecstasy know you're here? They invited me. Of course they know I'm here. And And they made this place for me. And what are you, exactly? Are you really in the mood to be asking so many questions? I'm... Power. I'm agony.
5: You want to know what power is, darling? Power
6: is life. You either need to take it or lose it. Those are your options. That can't be right. No. What's the answer, then? The ascension.
5: It's about... Power. No, go on, tell me. What's the answer, then? If that's not it, if power is not life, giving or taking it, then what is it?
6: Pray tell. I'd love to hear the idea. The gods are not killers. They can't be killers. Aren't you? Oh, don't be so sad. Really, I think it suits you.
5: You have high ideals and big dreams. You should get used to it. Ecstasy has. They know what it takes to do what's necessary to change the world. Like I said, you're already late to the game. If you can't do that much. Then I'd let go of... And they look up and past you
6: to that colossal figure. Any hope you had? Are you a secret? A secret? Are you? I don't think so. Go ahead. You want to tell secrets? Go ahead. If the others find out about you, how do you think they'll feel? Stag? Baru? Zero? It's a mistake to try to play on connections that I don't have to make yourself feel safer in my company. But ecstasy cares, don't they? Ecstasy isn't here. And I think Jisha looks around at the space. Does it feel like this is a cage or a room?
3: Is this meant to contain agony or is this meant to house them? The latter. There are no bars,
5: no boundaries. This place is expansive and open. And they don't seem
6: to be lying. I'll just give that to you for free. Jasha does not like
3: learning this does not like this information that Ray is getting and they go towards agony and I think they try and they reach out and they try and touch agony
6: to get a feel for whether agony is real your fingers meet skin warm and alive meeting skin
3: realizing that this is real that agony lives inside of x's
6: mind if it's okay with you see Jay-Zha is going to try to cast Tasha's mind whip to like the glass in Jaisha's mindscape shatter the part of X's
3: mindscape that contains agony sever it from the rest.
5: If it's okay with you, I'm just going to go a little wild here. Do it. You do the spell. I think.
3: And is there a way that the spell looks? I think uh, the way that the spell looks is that it comes out of their fingers. I think the same fingers that are currently like in contact with you. And the way that it looks is I think fractals of light kind of start to form uh, on their fingertips and start to come out and like braid themselves into a cord, into a whip that kind of starts to snake up. And as if they're going to hit agony, like in the temples. And you can intervene at any point during that process.
5: I think it's the like tip of it is just inches away and their hand moves subtly, instantly, like with grace and speed. And they catch the tip of it between two of their fingers and they turn and pull and pull, grab onto the end of the rope and yank it in uh, and rip the spell out of your body twirled in their hand. <laughs> I told you this was my fucking living room. Don't shit on my floor. It was nice to see you, Jesha, And agony leans up into your personal space and sticks their hand into your heart, into that like crevasse of, uh, um, geode and crystal and like empty space through your chest
3: if i may i think when you rip this spell out of jisha's hand you not only rip it out of their hand to essentially counter it
6: in the moment you take the spell you completely jisha can't cast this spell anymore
3: And. With your hands, I think, like inside, because this crystal vitaleico that is across Jasha's body starts at their chest. It starts at their heart. So you are at the epicenter of it. And I think when your hand kind of reaches down into it, you can feel that this is where their sorceress, um, like the source of their power, um, the source of their lineage, their magic That is where it resides. And you can feel it kind of like flowing, um, like light spilling in a river across their body. And if I
5: may, as their hand is in your chest, Agony smiles and leans in and says, really think I can't hurt you in here. As the crystal vitiligo, I think almost it seems to well with blood and the crystal starts
6: to go red from the inside there. Good night, Jaysha. And then I think it's all done. And if I may, Jaisha, I think, falls backwards. Like,
3: your agony's hands kind of, like, coming out of their chest. And Jaysha falls backwards, expecting to fall into the hand of this colossal being. And instead, finds themselves falling through water. They break the surface of the water and i think that is when they wake up gasping
0: that does happen you you fall through the surface of the water and the deeper you go the darker it gets and through the darkness you hear the, f- the giant colossal figures voice again always speaking but never prattle rule the world but keep no castle Can hold life, but also take it. Soothe your body, but also break it. Deep below,
6: but also above. I fit my bed as a glove.
0: And when everything goes completely dark... That is when you jerk awake and you are, you're not like covered in sweat wet. Like you're covered like you just came out of the ocean wet. And you get your bearings and you're
6: looking up at the night sky and you roll over on your side and you see ecstasy standing there alone in some sort of fugue state. Ecstasy, your meeting has adjourned, and you are in the aftermath. Ecstasy's eyes open slowly. They blink a few times,
5: realize that they have done it again. (laughs) <laughs> They've gone sleepwalking. This would not be a restful night as they... Blink. And their eyes kind of fall down, and then immediately onto Jaisha, who
6: is soaking wet, on the ground next to them. Jaysha? X And there is... Fear. Visceral fear in Jaysha's face. Ray looks at you. What's wrong? I was, um, sleepwalking. What are you doing out here? Jisha
3: starts to scramble themselves backward on the ground. I think slipping probably on the grass as they do so because they're wet.
6: Nothing. Uh, nothing. Uh, I guess I was also sleepwalking. I will... Oh. I didn't know you also sleepwalked. Would you like to head back to the house together? No, I
3: have, uh, uh, usually I get hungry after, um, I sleepwalk. So I'm going to go get some food and I will be back at the house later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will uh, see, see, see you later.
6: X. Did you fall on the lake? I, I mu- I must have, uh. Are you, um, you okay? Yes, I'm used to this by now. And nothing hurts or feels weird? No, I tend to have a very good sense of balance
5: when I'm sleepwalking. It's pretty good I haven't done anything like you did and walk into a lake or anything
0: like that. Quick question, C. Is ecstasy
6: bleeding? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe they start to get a nosebleed, though, actually. Just for fun uh, as they're talking. They don't seem to notice yet. And Jisha sees that. And just for
3: fun, just a question before you'll see, uh, is there any um, any remnant of the fact that Agony had
6: put their hand through Jaisha on X's own hand? I think for a moment, the tips of their fingertips, like their fingertips almost... Look
3: like there's some kind of ashen residue on it. And Jisha's eyes flick to your nosebleed that has just started, flick to your fingers. I'm glad to hear you're okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go. And Jisha scrambles backwards, um, not turning their back to X, and starts to like, backwards,
6: run, crawl, like, crawl to, stand to run towards Zero's Bach. X is and X, the- oh, I think, ahead. X
5: looks after Jaisha with this almost, you know, again, the mirror expression of confusion or curiosity or surprise on their face, somewhere between all three of those things. They consider... Letting Jason know that there isn't a food court open this late uh, <laughs> uh, near the box, but they figure that you'll find out for yourself soon enough before they kind of gather themselves and notice that their nose is running and bring those kind of ashen fingertips up to and you, you the blood running down from their nose.
0: To wipe the blood from your face and you feel that there is a finger already there. Uh, and it's wiping across your face,
6: covering basically the whole lower half, and you feel it move back past you. And then Thank a, you. a sucking sound. Is there anything else that anybody wants to do tonight? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stagger bar. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> um, kindly, professionally. Dear Vanna, what the fuck? What the Best fu- wishes, Stag. What the fuck?
0: Stag don't know Sucking me. sound. Sucking sound.
2: Like a or oh, I hate that you nodded. Okay, um do do Baru and Stag have messed up nightmares or do we dream nor- like normal people?
0: I don't know. Do you want one?
2: <laughs> oh my God. Um...
0: <sighs> I would be interested to know since you had that conversation with Jayshah right before bed. I wonder if Stag would make the effort to connect with their ancestor in that evening. And you can kind of describe to us how that typically feels and happens, but you don't have to. Why are you making that face?
2: <laughs> no, because, because I feel like it's a trap, that I'm into it. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, sure, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, no, it's not. Don't worry about it. Uh, yes. Then stag. Stag's got gods on the brain. So when they go to sleep, I think it's subconscious. But when they get in bed and pull the blankets up, like they're thinking about deities, specifically their ancestors, specifically the stone lion. And they're thinking about the conversation they had at the edge of that pit. And they're thinking about what it felt like to have its ghostly claws wrapped around her throat. And they're thinking about what they said to her to not call them master, but to just call them friend. And all of these thoughts are swirling around her mind like a carousel. And her dream, when she opens her eyes, takes place in that same mindscape that it always does, That is has always been a representation of her subconscious, which is her mansion, her home. This huge, beautiful, ancient manor on top of a remote, ice-ridden mountain peak. That's completely empty. And she's just kind of in the middle of a foyer with like this beautiful crystalline chandelier that looks like teardrops of ice frozen. It looks like hanging icicles, right? But they glitter with fairy lights emanating from inside. And these huge, like vaulted ceiling walls that are supported by these ribs of uh, oak that just come down onto a marble floor shot through with veins of gold. And again, completely empty, not a living soul in sight. It's just stag, this huge, beautiful house
6: and absolutely no one around. So the ancestor doesn't, hasn't
0: talked to you in the past, but you feel its presence. So what Mm -hmm. in contrast to sort of this, like cold, sterile environment. What is the entrance
6: of that presence feel like? I would say it feels like the front doors opening and a gust
2: of summer wind coming in to sort of like fill the foyer with An unseasonable warmth. Like this warmth doesn't belong here. Like this place is supposed to be cold and isolated.
6: And the ancestor is in some ways disturbing the natural ecosystem of loneliness. And I think you feel not a physical tug, but sort
0: of just like in a dream, you know, like you're like, I know I have to do, I have to move here. I have to do this next thing you feel that beckoning to walk
2: outside of the mansion. Stag's never gone outside her house before in her dreams, ever. She's only ever stayed inside or looked longingly out the window. And usually the vistas that greet her beyond the territory of the home are just ice and wind and peak and jagged rock. So she turns her head and walking as though in a dream because she is. Toward the outside, toward that unseasonable warmth.
0: You step out onto the front step of the Zoo Graves mansion, your mind palace. And at first it's like a just overbearing white light, like you've just been hit with a flashbang. But Then things start coming into focus. And you see the dark crags of the mountain the mansion is poised upon. But what seems for miles, for an endless amount of distance, it goes
6: on. But the familiar white flowers are poking through it the entire way. And when you look in the distance, that's all you can see.
0: You can't even see the jagged black peaks
6: of that rugged mountaintop. It is overcome. Huh. And Stag takes a moment on the threshold of her
2: huge home and breathes in, smells the sweet scent of the flowers, Looks down at the petals and young green shoots poking out over this top layer of freshly fallen snow, and she actually bends,
6: bends down and like scoops some snow out with her hands to clear the ground for a patch of flowers: Higher or low. Um,
2: hi
6: A flower pops up Almost instantly Huh Hey there, little guy She squats down and Touches its
2: petals gently with a single finger As you reach for it
6: a black jagged spike pierces up through the ground and perfectly cleaves the flower into two. What the? Uh. Hey. You.
2: Stop that. And Stag tries to punch the spike in half. (laughs)
0: Um, I mean, it's your dream, so you you can tell me what that amounts to. (laughs) Like
6: in my mind, it it just
0: wiggled like jello and then went back to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think she tries to break this thing that hurt the flower with the only tactic she knows how brute strength Mm -hmm. and her hand just goes through it like it's made of water. Like, he just kind of wobbles, but, and her
6: hand goes through, and then it, with kind of, like, a wet noise, like, sinks back into the earth. What? The- God damn it. Well, hey, you're okay. And
2: Stag desperately tries to put the two pieces of the flower back together.
0: Yeah, you, you certainly try. <laughs> But as you're doing that, there that familiar warmth wraps around you, um,
6: almost like an ethereal hug. Uh, he- hello? Is it, is it you? Did, did you make the flowers bloom? No answer. Well, if you did, why did you punch it through with a spike and kill this one? It didn't do anything wrong. I want you to roll something, but I don't know what. Um, insight? Insight. Okay. I have a plus zero.
0: Oh. Oh. Can I keep that? <laughs>
4: sure, yeah. I don't,
0: my chair. I don't know where it went. <laughs> uh, that's a nap 20. <laughs> Incredible. You do not hear a voice, but a word forms in your mind's eye,
6: and that word is balance. Oh. Balance. I... <sighs> I, I, I don't understand. B-
2: balance what? I'm not standing on anything, rickety. I,
6: I don't understand. You're going to have to be... You're going to have to... Please? Again, that feeling of being tugged, not physically, but mentally, has you looking back up at... The mansion, which is
0: just a canvas that has been painted with nothing but black paints. And then you look back out into the far distance on the sea of white flowers.
6: And you take in the gradient of everything in between. Balance but how can I
2: hold that black ink and these white flowers in me at the same time
6: when no one cares about the flowers? They don't do anything. They're just there and they're, and they're, they're, they're weak and, they get cut in half. I know last we spoke, you told me to... to love myself. And to...
2: you know, all that stuff. But it's hard! And I'm trying, you know? But... I've never... I've never... I've been told... I've been told a lot of things, okay? I've been taught how to fight, how to wield a sword, an axe, a flail, a whip, a lance, how to ride, even how to shoot, even though I'm not that great at it. But it's fine, because I'm good with a blade. And I'm good with an axe. And I know how to talk to people most of the time. You know, I, I know what to say to make them feel good about themselves and to like me. And, and I know how to dance. Uh, I know how to socialize. But but love,
6: <laughs> it's never been useful, it's never led to anything, it's never helped me climb the ladder, so I'm not even out of practice, I've just never done it before. I don't, I don't know where to start. There is a very long pause. And then you realize that the flowers around you are one by one
0: getting sucked into the soil, into the dark mountain peaks, and it's like dominoes falling, and
6: you can see out into the distance until there's nothing but jagged, dark peaks. And that word flashes in your mind again. Balance. No, no, wait, wait. I I don't want them to go. I like them. Stop. I, I, I. I... The sky (sighs) is darkening. Um, did I, did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? The house itself is pulling you back in. Not that gentle indication of the warm spring wind, but the cold, dominant grasp of your expectations. Yeah, as Stag is literally getting like pulled
2: back, I think from her perspective, it looks like these fields of now wilted gone flowers are just sort of like like she's kind of on like an automatic walkway and it's just she like can't control it. Like it's she's just getting pulled backward. Uh and as she approaches this like ink black mansion, right? She's like fighting against it, but it's almost like tendrils of this of these icy black expectations just like completely grabbing onto every crux of her limbs and just subsuming her and pulling her back. She's, she's fighting and she's crying out now. She's going, wait, stop. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I don't, how am I supposed to learn to love myself if I don't even like myself? Please, please wait, wait. And then back into the mansion. The doors
0: slam shut and you're in pitch darkness. I feel like we need a Baru dream now.
6: A Baru dream? <laughs> if you want. You don't have
0: to, but...
1: <laughs> no, I... To round out I the party. I have a scene. <laughs> I have a scene, but it's not a dream.
0: Okay.
1: a thing in mind.
0: Okay, I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think... I eventually... Sleep eventually grasps me, but I think it's dreamless. It's the kind where... When you wake up from it, you didn't realize you fell asleep in the first place. And I wake up in the middle of the night. I think it probably coincides with when X had left the room during their sleep walk. It wasn't that they, um, their movement woke them up, their movement never wakes Baru up. But it, they just do wake up in that moment and they lay in bed for a moment their um, sleep mask on and feeling that there is no ringing in their ears, no burning of their eyes, they feel safe to remove the sleep mask and swing their legs over the side of the bed and on instinct reach out to the bedside desk, the bedside table and open the drawer and in the drawer are two stones a black one onyx black and a crystal clear one they look like modified sending stones and
6: on instinct they pick up the crystal clear one and and they legs crossed and set the stone
1: on on the bed and trace the fingers around it And you see the sigils and the carvings in it glow a gold similar to the colour of Baru's eyes and just general magic they cast. And then it fades. And Baru, with their legs crossed on their bed, looking down at this stone, they just say, "Uh, patch notes, I mean,
6: sorry, uh, wrong, wrong stone. Diary entry 2189. I'm sorry I missed a couple of days. It's, it's been,
1: a lot has happened the past, I don't know, months or so. Things I don't know if I'm, I should say now on on this. um, Hopefully I can explain it to you when you're listening to this later
6: on. Um, But I think I met one of your colleagues
1: or, or, or someone in the same organization as you. Um, I don't know, she didn't recognize your name, uh, Solomay. Um, but it, it, from what I could tell, it, it felt like, it seemed like maybe you were all working
6: on the same thing or, or similar things. but. You didn't tell me much about it, but
1: Solomon said people died for the things that they were looking for. People were killed because of the things they're trying to find and share.
6: I I guess I'm just wondering if that's why you you died, why you got killed. I know you were
1: looking into the star arches and then and, and now everyone here,
6: I think I've told you about everyone, X, Jasha, Stag, Ciro. You've kind of agreed to look into star arches and I'm just worried now. If, what if, what happens, what happened to you happens to them? Um, I'm I'm sorry, um, I don't want to just always update you for bad news. Um, but I, Emilys, I miss you, um,
4: and I hope I get to play this to you someday. and they'll trace their fingers around the sending stone,
1: the recorder, for lack of a better term, and turn it off before putting it
4: back in the drawer and then trying to get back to sleep.
6: If you want, could you have
0: one nice dream about your sister
1: <laughs> I actually would like that yeah like
0: even if it's just like a memory recall because you go back to bed thinking about her um, maybe it's like just a small moment in your past or something you always think like I wish we could do this together or something of that nature
1: yeah um,
0: and nothing bad happens
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the dream is it's many many years ago um they're probably in their early teens barry probably like 13 12 13 years old um and they're sat cross-legged in a very simple like cottage living room is open plan from the from the fireplace that they're sat at um you can see the kitchen on one end the um the door to the, uh, the outhouse on the other. Very, very modest living um, situation. The fire is lit in front of them, and set to the side of it is a tall woman. She's she looks probably early twenties at this point. Um, um ethnically Chinese. Um, there's a almost like constant aura behind the head, like a constant halo. Um, and they are in beautiful gold and silver armor. Um, you can tell that it's been through some battles there's some scratches and dents in it. But other than those unavoidable things, you can tell it has been kept in perfect condition. And they're sat in the chair... Um, And they have only one leg, the other one, you can see that it was lost in some kind of battle or war. You can see it ends at the knee and um, in Bari's hand, as a 13 year old, you see the prosthetic that they must have been wearing. And Bari is just sat there working on the prosthetic, um, tuning it and um, maintaining it to their side. just staring up looking as if they're clearly listening you can tell that this woman is talking about something very um excitedly about something and to borrow side as a young boy but three years younger they're probably like 10 at this point also also i think you chinese and they always have a similar like um perpetual glow behind their head like a halo and they are listening to this woman talk about the grand adventures they've they, they recently went on um and Baru is listening, but also able to split attention, focusing on tuning, fine tuning this um, prosthetic leg. And I think that's just a the moment they kind of sit in. It, it's a moment they, nothing really happens. It's just them enjoying each other's company. Every so often Baru will pipe up, ask a question, a clarifying question about um one of the the many tales that um this woman tells um and it'll it maybe even be like um what have you done with this leg there's way too much all the t- tells you're telling me there's way too much water damage for this to be all you've done on your recent escapades um but they just sit in that You see um Another Gorgon, much older, I think, like, probably 50s, walking around behind in the kitchen, wrapping an arm around, um, and, and I've been discovering there's a halo behind like the back of the head, the Asimars. You can tell that the asamas is from that. And they wrap around, their arms around another Asimov woman around the same age, in their 40s or 50s, and kisses her on the cheek. You see that they're Borogashi's mothers. And, yeah, they just... Just doing mundane things, telling stories, enjoying the heat of the fireplace, um, waiting for dinner. And I think in the waking world, um, for the first time in a bit, I imagine, um, Baru is smiling in their
4: sleep as they curl up underneath the covers.
6: Yeah, I think the the last thing is as you
0: hear is that dream memory fades away is just the like gentle ringing laughter of your sister after you've just given her a hard time about the, the, the damage to her prosthetic. And that's, where we're going to end today's episode. Thank y'all so much. Uh, that was a great up. Everybody who tuned in for episode eight, of higher education season one thank you so much i appreciate we're gonna go around the horn really quick and everybody say who you are and where folks can find you see what do you got
5: Oh, hello, everyone. My name is C.A. they, them, pronounce. You can find me making very trans, very gay art on the internet at Sharp Art. If you liked what I did here tonight, you're going to like what I do other places, specifically in like less than two hours over on Transplaner RPG. Connie will take more of that over there, but you can find me there. You can also find me on Mondays, every other Monday on Exquisite Corpse. Let's see going through the gamut of all the stuff that I'm doing, uh, that's out right now. Thursdays uh, at the Mythic inif- Initiative, we're coming up on our two-part finale, so check that out uh, if you like very queer drama, and drama, trauma and drama. Uh, so that's fun for everyone involved. Uh, and I tonight played Ecstasy, who is a, uh, a death nun, an assassin, and also, you know, is a little bit possessed, but that's okay. We love them anyway. And with that, I'll pass it to Humna.
3: Terrifying. Terrifying energy. Uh, Hello, everybody. My name is Humna. I use any and all pronouns, and I am a TTRPG performer. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at H-I-H-E underscore, where I talk about all of the different projects that I'm a part of. I'm on a variety of different APs right now, so Twitter is the best place to know where I am at any given point in time. Um, I will shout out the next thing that is coming up. Well, I'll let Connie do the transplanter spiel, but I'll... Say what's happening after that uh on monday at i believe ten thirty p.m eastern time um, i will be on exquisite corpse presents channel uh playing divine intervention c will also be there uh we are playing mortals reborn as gods uh dealing with the fallout of the worst god breakup in history uh it, it's terrible people have died um you should come watch it's gonna be a great time and with that i will pass it over to drac
1: Hi, I'm Jack, uh, or Draconix. You can find me on Twitter at Draconix. That's D R A K O N I Q U uh, E S. I kind of stream all over the place. So um, Twitter is honestly the best place to figure out what I'm doing at any given moment. But the things I will shout out is I'm also on Divine Intervention and I, I guess, perpetuated, help, in- improve. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I did exactly to the breakup, but I, I think I was a toxic. Uh, <laughs> part of that as well but you used uh,
3: it I, you used it to make yourself I, I uh, mean, g- gain power I, he,
1: he fully believes what he said so it's drac who used it for drama he fully believes what he said um but where i play chronos the god of time um on tuesdays at 4 p.m eastern over on table story i'm in a game called kingmakers where i play a disgraced king who recently something changed and snapped in him on a spiritual level which is very cool and which i'm getting to mess around with but that's that's interesting and fun if you want to watch that kind of stuff but today i played Barry gosh and it was a lot of fun and i am still suffering from the whole orgy thing because that threw me fully <laughs> but i'm gonna throw it over to connie
2: it's me, Connie, the Orgy Master. Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, pronouns they, he, she. You can find me across the internet at by Connie Chong, B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-C-H-A-N-G. I've played Mystic Oak, Stags, what well, grace today, they sheik barbarian here. But outside of higher ed, I am the Game Master and Creative Producer for Transplanar RPG, which C and Humna have both mentioned. We are an all-transgender POC-led dark fantasy TTRPG show set in an original, non-colonial, anti- Orientalist world. We stream Saturdays. That's today at AP us eastern time that's in like less than an, an hour and a half or something like that uh so tune in tonight uh for arc eight episode two and guess what arc eight is our final arc of our first main campaign the second stranger which is as i always like to pitch it uh the l word but a lot more diverse meets the literal end of the fucking world so if you like non-binary lesbians gays queers transes of all sh- stripes and shapes uh having little poly queer dramas and and also trying to stop the apocalypse from happening you're gonna love transplaner rpg and um everything's pre-recorded fully edited with background music and sound effects uh, all that good stuff so we'd love to see you tonight at 8 p.m u.s eastern time follow transplaner wherever you pod your cast we do have a podcast backlog as well and all of our passive vods are on our youtube page at transplaner rpg but that's my shill of the evening i'm gonna pass things right on back to vanna Thanks, Connie. Uh, I'm Vanna.
0: I've been your GIA and producer tonight. And uh, thank you all for being here. You can find me right here at twitch.tv slash Vanna. That's V-A-N-A. And on pretty much the socials that I use, (laughs) who knows what they are, uh, Havana Rama. H-A-V-A-N-A R-A-M-A. And uh, stay tuned. We're, gosh, three three quarters through the season now. So um, the finale is coming upon us, and I'm also plotting a uh, mini series in between that and hopefully our next season. We haven't talked about it yet, so I won't promise anything, but, (laughs) um, but maybe a season two. uh, So stay tuned for that. I'm looking at good society and, uh, and, or the Cthulhu period um, system. Uh, But yeah, uh, let's go raid a friend of mine. I don't have anything clever to say. So just drop some good vibes and hype in the chat, and make sure you're following us on the social medias at Strix Higher Ed. And uh, if you want to share some thoughts or art or writing on the show, you can use the hashtag Higher Ed RPG. And we will catch y'all next time. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye.